Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, and Andy. Hi, Bob. Oh, it's a bit hot today, isn't it? Too hot for a lad like you with your surpluses. I know. You, know the, I mean? you wouldn't believe the juices that are running down me. I'm like, a, I'm like a chicken that's just come out of the oven. No, I I'm like it. one of them ones you do in a bag. Yeah. You, you know, you cook them in the bag. Yeah, I prefer my chicken straight out of the tin, Andrew. Do you? Oh, Have you seen one of them canned chickens? Cold and I, I love them. With the jelly all over them. Yeah, Ooh. they're considered a delicacy in France. Are they? Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. I don't mean that in a racist way. I yeah, just you mean do. It, no, I just mean that they're a bit more culinarily um, adventurous in oh, France than so we are here. Oh, that's racist against ourselves. What yeah. are you like? Just I'm like a massive racist, Bob. Yeah, you are a massive sweaty racist. Definitely a dear. So, this is a hot booth, isn't it? It is. We are, it is very much a booth as well. We're very... Up close and personal. Yeah. Shall we put our shirts back on? I'm gonna put. I'm gonna cover my chest. Yeah. Is that all right? <laughs> Might as well. <clears throat> I was just oh. wondering on the way up. Um, <clears throat> I'm just wondering if Idris Elba has ever done a PPI claim. You know, you can't tell from his acting or his adverts. He, he out, gives nothing you? away in that, terms of that, does he? It's very frustrating. Do you think he'll have done one himself, or will he? Will he have got a third party to do it for him? I would have thought he could have just, just like in one of his beautiful crisp white shirts. He yeah. would have just said to his PA, "Hey, check out that P- PPI yeah, business." Yeah, get someone us. onto it. I've been doing mine this week. Did you win? I haven't got anything yet. I've just been doing the checker thing where you can do online of all the credit cards and the loans that you've had in the past. Yeah, you go on the website and you put the information in, and then they email you back and say no PPI. I got. I've got a PPI. Have you had it? one? Have you? I've had one. Yeah. How long ago did you set it off? Did you? I set it off. You know, set the ball rolling. Set the ball rolling. I did it all about three years ago, I reckon. Ah, how long did it take to get the cash in your bank Six account? weeks, something like that. That's not bad. Yeah. Did you do it yourself or through a third party? I did it myself, Andrew. Did you? Yeah. That's good. Well, you know, what do you think they can do for you? They just take a cut. They just fill in some forms. Yeah. There's, there's no magic ingredient. And you don't... Uh, anyway, this isn't a PPI claim, advert, <laughs> Andrew. I just wondered if Idris... <coughs> had ever made a claim. You just can't tell. But if I am successful in my PPI claims, I will be available to act as an agent for listeners. Who uh, like what are you hoping to get? 30%. But what, how much money are you listeners. hoping to get? Daily, oh, I'll take anything. Like? anything. Any free money's good. Would you take 700 quid? Yes. Buy yourself a moped to start doing deliveries, couldn't you? I could do, yeah. Delivering what? PPI claims? No, I would have think. Well, I, I would have think dippers up where you're from. I've got a song about bread, but it's not finished. Are you going to sing it now? No. Oh, um, I'd that. also like to say that at the start of the week, or like since I last saw you, yeah, um, I've had a bunch of baboons jumping about on the bonnet of my car. Have you? Have you been? And now natural... here I am, sat opposite someone who can only be described as a monkey man. Oh, that's not very nice. Talking is shit. It? It's not very nice, boys and girls, is it? The um, <laughs> so. Do you want I mean, to know more can... about the baboons? Well, yeah. Were you at a national park? I was at um, Norsley Safari Park near Liverpool. Yeah, entrance and you fee. go through. No, no. 45 quid for a family ticket. So there was an entrance fee, Andy. I think it's an entrance free. All oh, right. Of course there's an entrance free. You don't get baboons on your car for note. Yeah, and did they, did they rip your windscreen off? No, nah, there was bits, of, tossing there each was other bits of car and number plate lying all over the place. 
Mick McCarthy's on his uh, out there. Shall we invite yes, him? Yes, but get Mick in again. Yeah. Here he comes. Here he is. All right, Mick. <laughs> right, Mick, nice to have you back on the podcast. Try not to shout into the microphone this week, Mick. Um, what have you been up to since we last spoke to you, Mick? What's it to you, you bastard? I, I just thought the listeners might be, you know, interested. Oh, clever bastard, aren't you? Got all the bastard answers. Why should I give a shit about your listeners? Right, pack of bastards, if you ask me. Podcasts are for bastards. My dad wrote a porno. What sort of a bastard would listen to that? I'll tell you what sort. A massive bastard sort. No such thing as it, fish. Pack of saline bastards. The now show. Now that's what I call the work of a bastard circus. You're not in a very good mood today, are you, Mick? No, bastard, not. The bastard tire on me bastard of a car punching on me way here to this house of bastards. That bastard thing I called me phone had run out to juice the bastard. So I had to get on me knackered bastard knees and put the spare on the bastard. <laughs> well, well, we appreciate it, Mick, you're here now. Aye, I know, what a bastard mistake that was. You got a cup of coffee the size of a bastard mouse's at, and it cost me nigh on five bastard quid. The bloke who served it and robbed me was a bastard with a beard. I get in this bastard building and who's the first person I meet? Ian Bastard Holloway, the little farmer bastard. And he's with that bastard dinner lady bloke, Warnock. Total and highly creepy bastard. I told him both to fuck off. Can, can, I, can, I ask you, can I ask you about your plans? No, you bastard can't. I'm going back to see that bearded coffee bastard. What for? Call him a bastard. Because him and his beard are bastards. Goodbye. Yeah. I'll see you, Mick. Bye, bye Mick. Well, that was brief, wasn't come, it? He come a long way just for that, didn't he? <laughs> Man alive. Well, that was that was nice to catch up with Mick there. What's his catchphrase, you think, Andrew? Bastard! Seems to be, isn't it? Um, I've got a couple of names for you if you want to choose from them, Bob. Go on, of course, I'll, do, mate, I'll make a selection. Number one, you want, obviously you can be honky-tonk if you want to be. Yeah. Uh, or you can be absent Alan. 44, very jocular, life and soul of the party, but with a chronic tendency to go missing whenever anything needs doing. Anything from light admin all the way through to heavy lifting or other manual labour. Someone's definitely going to give him a smack in the mouth one of these days. Yeah. That's absent Alan. Or you can be Lesbot 3000. Yeah. Lesbian robot. That's it. I would like to be Onky Tonk, thanks, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> the likes of those those two selections. Is that right? That's fine, if that's what you want to be. Um... I think I might take a journey. Where should we go, Andrew, today? Where, 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 what are the options? Do you want to, do you, uh, Barry Ormond has been in touch, if you're interested in him. Yeah, well, what's he got for us? I mean, he's going to carp on a bit. I do warn you. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Can so, I just sit back and listen to him? Well, to a certain extent, yeah, but at any point, you just blow that fucking conch shell you've got. <laughs> Tell us to shut up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, straight away. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chowder Rooney, guys. He, he sent me this, you see. Right. Chowder Rooney, guys. I'm cocking a hoop today. Just bought myself a new set of wheels. Got an end of your bonus that was sherbet fountain sweet. Big surprise. Didn't even find out about it until I was pinged into my online <laughs> smart saver account. Earns me interest of just over half a percent and gets me a free cappuccino at Patisserie Valerie every day of my incredible life. 
So I researched all the happening coupes and soft tops and my style radar landed on the Audi TT. I went hard top because it adds to chassis rigidity. And when I take the hairpin near my favourite artisan bakers, that chassis needs all the help it can get because I don't take my foot off the pedalator until I get to the T-junction near Maplin's. I mean, I would have looked like, you know, the King of Peterborough in a soft top with a satin shirt, Rayburns and my Timex watch please glinting on the sun. But a quick check on the Nella Rooney showed me that UK sun only shines average four days per month. And that's not enough display time for a peacock like me, Andrew. It's metallic white, 20 inch shoes, 200 brake horsepower and that all important Bluetooth connectivity and wireless hotspot. In my line of work, if you're not plugged in, then the water don't boil. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Got a great deal. Zero, yep, zero interest for the first year. Deposit contribution of 2K and free servicing for two years. The guys at the Audi dealership were the coolest dudes I'd ever split the breeze with. Hilario and in top condition. Their lives are kind of like Wall Street, but without the commute. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they really liked me, which would explain the complimentary screen wash in the boot. They said, pop in any time for a chat, and you bet I will. You know, just like mates drop by on a Wimmeroonie. Anyway, I was out cruising yesterday, pull up at the lights, and who's there beside me but the ex and her new fella, the DJ Spoonie Alikey. But hear this, this is the bestest ever, right? He's driving a Mazda MX-5. I ask you, fucking hell, it's a tin of peaches on wheels, yeah? I swear, nothing needed to be said. I mean, there I am in this new Audi TT, and there she is in what's basically a souped-up hairdryer, yeah? I gave her a little smile, and that smile said, how's the Lou Veruni going for you, Memsab? <laughs> Hilario. Then I floored it and left Spoonie eating road dust. Uh. I had a quick look in the mirror and I could see them both laughing. The kind of laugh you do when you're embarrassed and hurt. Barry won, Spoonie nil. Awesome moment. Nearly done. <laughs> Then I floored it and left Spoonie. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, so okay then. Things are pretty damn perfect at the moment. Just going to take the TT for a spin-a-rooney out in the ring road. Hey, might even pop in for a camp choo choo with the Audi lads. I'll get it mate rates. Ciao, Bella, fellas. See ya. I wish I had hugged there because I like camp choo choo That was good. camp choo choo camp choo choo You like, like a camp choo I like one of them. I don't know what it is, but I'll have one. Hey, do you remember? Right, right. Do you remember? What did I tell you? Do you remember when you used to be able to go to the Morrisons any time, day or night, and get a hot, fresh meat pie? Do you? Do you remember that? You could just stride in there, ten past three in the morning, bang your brass hand out on the counter and shout, hot, fresh meat pie now, in your best robot voice, and they get you one. It's not like that now, is it? Do you remember that? Yeah. Hot meat pies, that's a Middlesbrough reference. Have you it seen is. that story in the news this week? Yeah, the complaint. Your auntie and uncle couldn't get the, the news, pies, couldn't get the pies at five to nine. What do you think about that, Bob? Well, I mean, I don't quite know what the problem is. Is You look at the 
you know, if the pies are available at nine, they're, they're available at nine. They were know? ready, but they were ready. They were bagged up behind the counter. But what the Morrison's people said was they wouldn't going to sell them till nine o'clock. Well, it's Morrison's pies. It's up to them, isn't it? <sighs> well, it is, but it's not very helpful to the consumers. The customer's always right, apparently. Yeah. Although I used to work at Outprice, the customer was rarely right. But, you know, they said in the article, like, that um, the fellow who couldn't get his pie actually hated pastry, didn't he? He'd had fish and chips three times a week, He'd had fish, <laughs> fish and chips three times a week. But What about people coming off nights? So where did that story come from, though, Andy? Did they not Middlesbrough, Bob. No, but did they phone up the evening? Is that, we they just, will have done. We've just been to Morrison's and we had to wait 12 minutes. Yeah, they will have done. Apparently, though, there's a bit of depth to it. They're serial complainers. Uh, they've got a history of filming their neighbours and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not, as, it's not as cut and dried as it looks. Well, that immediately puts them on, me on their side, Andy. I'm going to do a song about a town very, very near. Oh, for God's sake. I, I think this is the song. Yeah. Um, it's about a town that's very near to Middlesbrough. Right. W- would it's, that be Hartlepool? No, this is Sunderland. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, that's where I'm from, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, okay. a kind of poor neighbour of Middlesbrough, um, yeah, well, I would say. Arguably. I was looking for a wonderland Where the lasses all need a gastric band I've been looking for a hidey hole Where all the haircuts are based on a bowl I found it all in Sunderland Where no one is naturally tanned there's an outdoor bog by the KFC Yeah! It's a hole in a bench with a bucket underneath There's a spitting pit in the shopping mouth You can use it as a dip for your sausage roll I found it all in Sunderland Found a blind dog pissing in a pram I have seen it all in Sunderland A baby's bottle filled with the juice from a tin of ham Oh mate, will you give us a cup of your blue drink If I wipe the shite off your Alsatian's back legs I'm desperate the wife's left us from the bloke from the vape shop You can buy a kennel for 50p And if you're not bad looking, the prosies are free Please help me Please save me, said the little boy My daddy is drinking, said the little boy Please take me away from this misery I'm drowning, I'm dying in this purgatory I lost my watch, my wallet and my keys My pint of bitter was proof of cheese I got bitten by a dog and lamped by a kid Second hand Johnny's are free for a quid I found it all in just one week Dog dirt's growing in the street Yes I saw it all in Sunderland An Alsatian with a human hand A human hand There you go Andrew
Can I just offer you an invitation, Bob, to possibly at some point come to Sunderland to a venue of my choosing? Do you know what? And we'll do, and do, and do a, a little performance of all your songs and we'll see how that goes down. I'll do Middlesbrough next week, eh? No, I'll do Middlesbrough. Well, will I you dreamt, do Middlesbrough? I dreamt a song about Middlesbrough last night, but when I woke up, it wasn't very good. Got a beach? What has? Middlesbrough. It's it got hasn't. A, it's got High Street. It hasn't got a beach. What beach has it got? Seal Sands. National National Monument, you know, like National Preservation. Is that a proper beach, Seal Sands? Oh, the sand's beautiful. The water's a bit purpley. In spite of all the chemicals. Oh, it'll be quite clean, I think, with the chemical air. Listen, Bob, do you reckon the Boomtown Rats have still got their rat trap? Oh, God, here we go. I mean, it was 1978 and they've probably moved out since then. I'm guessing somewhere a bit more upmarket, you know, that hasn't got an infestation problem. And Bob Geldof's a vegetarian now, isn't he? So he probably uses them humane yeah. rat traps. Any thoughts about? No, I, mean, I don't. I don't think Bonnie Tyler's still what? lost in fucking France either. Oh, that's my next question. Gone. Is this? <laughs> While we're on the subject of the Boomtown Rats, do you reckon they've changed their stance on Mondays? <sighs> do you think they still don't like them, or do you think four decades of success and fame have mellowed them? I think they're probably all right with Mondays probably now. Okay with and Mondays maybe not now. the one with the pajamas. Hang you on know. A minute. You can write that. Maybe okay not the one with, with the pajamas. Mondays now. I'll put that in brackets. Brackets. Not the one with pajamas. It was called Johnny Fingers. You'd think he'd be called Johnny Pajamas, wouldn't you? Was he like second, second um, most prominent in um, the Boomtown Rats? It was like I think he was. Bill Geldof and yeah, and then Johnny Pajamas. So it was and, there was, and then there was a fellow I think who wore a hat as well. So the just the simple use of pajamas. Yeah. Made him stand out. It Pro- showed, it propelled showed, him to the top of the charts. Shows you about branding, doesn't it? It does. You know, like... Um, Where are you going I, with this? No, I was just thinking a lot of... Uh, you know, like, the reason Sean Dyche isn't, you know, going to get a top six job... Even though there's one going now, have you heard? Uh, I just heard on okay. the train on the way up. Right. I bet there's a few Arsenal fans feeling a bit sad about that, not a bit melancholy about now it. Now that they've spent years haranguing him and hounding him out of the club, yeah. they've got what they want now. Well, I'm sure. It's a bit half and half in it with the uh, Arsenal fans. I wonder if they get Rafa Benitez. Rafa Benitez. That'd be funny, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think this should try. For me personally, it would be anyway. They've got someone lined up, I reckon, haven't they? Yeah, probably. And it won't probably, be from the British manager. Yeah, it'll be a German. Yeah, because that's what I was saying about branding. You know what I mean? The your Dices, your Allardyces, you all they haven't got the got that brand thing going. So like, if all I'm saying is tying it in is if yeah. there was a young up and coming or older even English manager yeah. wanted to wear pajamas, right. And I'm not just being that silly. Suddenly, that would be a brand. He might be able to apply. That's for a the sort top. of thing Klopp could do and get away with. Yeah, Klopp would turn up with pajamas on tomorrow, and everyone wouldn't bat an eyelid. No. Oh, that's hair Klopp. That's what he does. Yeah, I mean, but if he, Gary Rowett did it, yeah, but they don't do. They've got themselves. They're they're like about they're ten years behind, aren't they? Trying to emulate Sam Allardyce, fifteen. You know that they're not going. I mean, Sean Dyche, tie, shirt, suit, gruff voice. I mean, Conte, he's got a look, hasn't he? Tie, shirt, suit. Nice hair. Gruff voice. He was wearing like a bright, bright sort of blue tracksuit last night. Was it? I didn't see it. That were a terrible match. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> I've got some more catchphrases I've been working on. Oh, if you'd like to listen to these, here we go. Three more work out for you. Uh, this is a woman. Yeah. Believe it or not, I've never tasted vermouth. Okay. Could that catch on, do you think? No, because I think it's too much of a statement. It's like an end. But right. I don't know. I don't really know. We'll be seeing work. that in the playgrounds of Britain next week. No. Right. Here's another one. It won't fit through the bleeding letterbox. Nice. It wouldn't fit through the bleeding letterbox. It is very nice, but it's very restricted use, isn't it? Well, hang on. Think of all the things that couldn't fit through a bleeding letterbox. Yeah, but if you were... Everything, pretty much, apart from letters. Yeah, but so what, your sitcom using that catchphrase is just a single camera outside a letterbox with various people well, coming up and saying, I couldn't get it through. Why is there never a Dixon's around when you need one? That's good. Why is there never a Dixon's around when you need one? Where in the world is PC World? Yeah. Um. Ding dong, landlord here. Just to inform you that I've given British Gas permission to commence fracking via your back garden. I need the extra cash to buy my daughter a crystal encrusted wishing well for her prom party. Ding dong, landlord here. Just to inform you that I'm moving a bear into your back bedroom. Here's a bucket and spade for his business and a bag of buns to keep him sweet. Ding dong, landlord here. Just to inform you, I'm installing a meter on your front door lock. It's a pound a go. All profits towards my casino membership and poodle upkeep. Ding dong. That was um, the character Ding Dong Landlord. It was indeed. Why is there never a rumbleos around when you need one? Oh, I see. You can change the shop. Or can do if I want to. Or why is there never a wishing well? <laughs> that anything you want. Yeah, I'm having that. I'm nicking that. You're nicking wishing well. Dixon's to wishing well. Actually, that could work, couldn't it? Because whenever there's a, a crisis no, in the sitcom, no, but in the sitcom or whatever, when there's one of those problems that occurs, I've gone off it. Why is there never a wishing well when you need one? Can I do that thing where I say something behind my hand like the footballers? And yeah, go on. Try and work out what I say. I think you, you. I think you said fucking. So probably about me. I'm not. It wasn't about you. I'm not bothered what you fucking think. It wasn't it? about you. What was it? I'm um, not telling you, but it was about James Martin. James Martin, the chef. Yeah, he's ladies' man, isn't he? Don't know. What did you guess? Don't you, know. Use that fucking big sweaty. No, 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 no. I mean, the analysts will be all over it. They'll work out what it is. The sound analysts. No, but uh, James They'll Martin. Put, I'm asking you, what do you think of James Martin? I haven't got an opinion about James Martin. You're just putting a block on me. We're trying to have a chat. You just block it. But I, say, I just I, haven't got an opinion. Never ever encountered him in real life. All right. What? Do you, who's your favourite of the celebrity chefs? Tom Kettridge. 
Tom Kettridge, why? Because he owns a pub or something? Yeah. Because he's a land pub landlord. I reckon he'd do lock-ins. And he's a big lad like yeah. you. Yeah. He's quite apologetic. You know, I'm just... You're right, that I need. Yeah. Oh, he just it's just simple food. You just cook it properly just and a it'll bit be of delicious. It's just a bit of dinner. Don't yeah. piss your pants over it. Do you, like the, good catch do you like the French ones or not because of your racism? Nah, I'm not fussed about the French ones. Because of your racism. I like halloumi fries. Is that French? Halloumi? That's cheese, isn't it? Is it? Oh. I've got some questions from my quads. Oh, so happy about that. Bob, Fire away. Bob, do yeah. you think you are taller or shorter than Charles Manson? I think I'm taller. Why? I, I'm, I'm quite knowledgeable about Charles Manson. I'd say he's as little as five. Four. Oh, he's 5'2". Five 5'2". Two. Five two. Well, he might be less now because he's dead. Dave, Bob, do you think you are taller or shorter than James Martin? Sure. Ooh. He looks like quite a big lad. 6'4". Yeah. 6'4". You've got both of them right then. Final one. Bob, in the last episode you spoke movingly of being beaten up in Brighton while wearing a hoop earring. Yeah. Have you been physically attacked many times in your life? Do you have any more stories we could hear where you were on the wrong side of a violent beating? Um, Leeds United... Late seventies, early eighties. Please elaborate. They've said. How hurt were you? Were you hospitalised? Oh, you just want to know about the injury. Yeah, a little lad aged about eleven smacked me. Um, I know. How old were you? I would be twenty or something. <laughs> <laughs> but you know this those. Will be the Daily Mail tomorrow. Do you know those um, glass Coca Cola bottles? Yeah. He lamped me in the head with one of them. Fucking hell! I still have the scar. It's just right by my eye. My brother got a right kick in. Off an eleven year old. Pretty dangerous in uh, yeah, eleven year old. Pretty dangerous at Leeds in those days. It might still be now. I haven't been to Leeds for a good while. Do you want to hear from Peter? Oh, do I ever. You like to? Love to. Has he sent you another one of these tips? I can just find it. Um, That's all right, no rush. No, Bond. You don't have to keep you up to date, you know, what's happening and that. Like, still not back at work because of trouble with the fallen lads, like. So I was up early today, like, I hadn't really slept because of the banging on the loft from the Albanian fella next door, right above my ceiling in the spare room. Dog dirt. So I'm downstairs, like, I'm young, you know, she's nice. And I have a good stare out of the front window. And one of the lampposts is blinking, blinky blink. So I had a bit of fun, you know, blinking in the same sequence as the lamppost. Cheered me right up that night, you know. When I'd finished blinking out, I went into the kitchen, you know, to make like a cup of tea, like. The wife don't mind me going in the kitchen before she's awake, you know, as long as I don't open any of the cupboards and I take the whistle off the kettle, you know. Well. I get in the kitchen, like, and it's a big surprise because there's the wife sat there, you know, she, I say, good morning, love. God fucking good morning me, you little creep. Why are you up so fucking early? <laughs> I was woke up by the banging from the Albanian fella next door, love. Don't be so fucking daft, you slack bastard. Next door I've all gone away for a week to pick spuds in Norfolk. Alright, oh, well, maybe then it was a ghost, love. Ghost? You'll be a fucking ghost in a minute if you don't get me a couple of fucking porches on Smash Lake and fill that spastic mug with fucking dark tea. I'm sorry, love. 
sorry I mentioned ghostly and I'm sorry I hadn't anticipated your early rising this morning. I'll get the eggs on straight away. So, you know, I did a nice couple of poaches, like. Nice and ruddy, then. Very fucking nice. You better not have forgot it's the big shop today up the fucking Asda. No, those. And look, I'm wondering, you know, will it be okay if I drove the waitrose, you know? I hear they do lovely chicken wrap, lovely lumpy chicken bits to sell the walnuts and that. I could eat it in the car park before I set off back like, you know. Well, she just stares at me for a bit in disgust, you know. Like I was a nationwide advert or something like that. Wheelers, have you got dull in your fucking head? You can't get a decent fucking cheap egg there. It's all fancy shite like kestrel eggs and poodle milk. Now you'll do as you're fucking told and go on Asda. Sorry for mentioning weight loss, love. Shall I make a list? Well, you'll never fucking remember without one, will you, you dozy fucking prick? <laughs> no, love. Right, fire away. I've got the pencil and paper ready. Right. Six dozen cheap fucking eggs. Large ones, no fucking tiddlers. Eight pints long life milk. Ten tins of peaches in syrup, not fucking fruit juice, mind. <laughs> Two barrels of smash. Three bags, tin spuds. Three bags of frozen corn cobs and a crate of stout. Right, okay, love. Once I've cleaned up your breakfast stuff and, and overdrowned, you know. She says, You're good lad, Peter. <laughs> Get yourself something you like for your tea. Anything you want. Does that mean that I could get a chicken wrap, love? You know, you know how much I like a chicken wrap. Though I, I, I don't understand if it's no given how they remind you of that Jesus fella like who you like you're fucked off like, you know, with. Aye, you can as long as you eat it outside or in the bedroom. <laughs> Oh, thanks, love. You really are very kind to me, you know. So I go up my house there and I get the big shop. Then I do the wife and fried egg dinner. And now here I'm in my bedroom, about to tuck into my chicken wrap. Oh, I love a chicken wrap, me. I bought a nice plain one with big, lully, lumpy chicken. Lumpy, lumpy, lovely. I can't wait for night time, like, you know, when that lamppost comes on, starts blinking again. Gonna have a right good blink off with it. Anyway, Bob, I'll give you a few jokes from me joke book before I go, like, you know. So, here's me book and see which ones you like, like. I just got a birthday card and I opened it and Yorkshire pudding fell out. It was from Aunt Bessie. I don't like that one, the uh... <laughs> Why did Humpty Dumpty push his girlfriend off the wall so he could see her crack?
I was wondering, I was wondering why this, why the ball kept getting bigger and then bigger and then it hit me. <laughs> Not so good these ones. It's <laughs> Right, and you know, it's just whatever page I open it on, right, you know, and it's not such a good one. I very recently got crushed, crushed my pile of books. But I suppose I've only got myself to blame. Um, I think I've brought a wrong joke book. <laughs> I've got a magic tractor, you know. It turned into a field. So anyway, one Peter Beardsley, there's only one Peter Beardsley. Yeah, cheers, cheers, Bob. So there you go. Aye. They were quite chirpy. His jokes were shit, weren't the they? jokes were up and down. I like it when his wife softens herself a little bit in an attitude towards him. That's quite nice. Yeah. She's, she's got a heart of gold, really, hasn't she? Well, they're, just, they're into a habit, aren't they? Yeah, trapped. Trapped, that's Trapped the relationship, you yeah, know. That's, but that's the dynamics of it. Isn't I it? mean, the truth is, he could be on top, maybe. <sighs> Who knows? It doesn't bear thinking about, does it? Good evening, my name's Dominic Yearwood, and welcome to another edition of Who's the Prick? Listeners might be keen to learn that my Douglas is well and truly under wraps today, unlike on the TV the other week. Whoops. My special guest today is faded 1990s celebrity and high-profile cardiac malingerer, Mr. Bob Moormeyer. All right, Dom. Good afternoon, Bob Moormeyer. How do you do? And hello, and thank you for coming along to the show today, Bob Moormeyer. Today you're playing Who's the Prick in order to raise money for brightly coloured knitwear for all the cold-hearted, lizard-blooded women in the world. The rules are simple, Bob Moormeyer. I'm going to give you three names. One of them's a prick. And the other two's pretty decent, all things considered. Now, what I want you to do, Bob Mama, using your skill and judgment, is identify who's the prick. That's why it's called who's the prick. Who's the prick? Couldn't be more simple. Do I need to draw you a picture or a graph? No, I'm fine. I'm right, good. I it, yeah. Here we go. Three names for you Thomas Midgley Jr., Mary Anning, Larson J. Would you like to hear any of those again? I'd like to hear the middle one again. Mary Anning. Which of those is the prick, Bob Mooma? Mary Anning. Mary Anning, you believe, is the prick. Are you sure? You've got five seconds to change your mind by playing your prick switch, if you'd like to do that. No. Tick, 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 boom. Too late. Mary Anning, you reckon? Mary Anning... I think this is right. ...was the inventor of the three-point seatbelt... Yeah. She's not a prick. She's not a prick. She ain't not a prick, so you were wrong. But hold on, there's a twist. Oh. Maybe I was lying. Maybe that was fake. Or maybe it was legit. Oh, Would this you is like getting to complicated, guess again? this quiz. Yes, <laughs> isn't it? Well, I'd say. Was that... it fake or legit? Um, I'm going to guess the first fella who was. Summit... No, no, the Mary Annie thing about the three point six. I don't part. think she did. You don't think she no. did? You think that's fake? I think that's fake, yeah. It is fake, you're right. She's actually a fossil hunter who discovered what was believed to be the first ever dinosaur skeleton. Well done, Mary. So she still isn't a prick. Okay. So you've been wrong twice. Who was the prick then? It was Thomas Midgley Jr. He invented CFCs. What CFCs? You know, those gases that are harmful to the Earth's atmosphere. What come out of, <laughs> come out of aerosols, what you spray under your arm. 
Yeah, you don't, do you? You don't. You don't. You don't. No, you, you don't. don't. You lost. <laughs> Get out. Thanks, Tom. So, do you want to do any more, Andrew? Um, I haven't really got much more to talk about. What? Have you got? Have you got? Anything you've been watching on telly you'd like to talk about this week? What have I watched on telly? I usually make a note because I've what I I mean I'm very key. I've I've been watching um, the Last Laugh in Las Vegas. Have you been watching that? No, I've heard of it. That's quite good. Is it fun. good? Yeah, it's uh, really interesting to see those. It's cannon, old, cannon and ball on that. Yeah, cannon and ball. And I'm up for that then. I, 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 it's worth checking out. ITV. The, ITV. It is quite tense to see, but they're going to put on a big show in Las Vegas, right? Um, Bernie Clifton with his turkey and okay, all that. Okay, yeah. Um, I think it's a story worth catching up with if you haven't, if you haven't I might seen do any that. I've it. been watching The 90s. What is on, that? Um, on Sky Arts. It's a 10-part documentary series about the 1990s. They've previously done the 60s, 70s, 80s, and now they're on to the 90s. Right. It's kind of remembering stuff. Well, you're, you are a bit... I've, I've often noticed from your Twitter, you are a man a bit out of time, aren't you? You worship the older days, yeah, 80s, but 90s. What have I got going on? In the modern day, nothing. Well, so obviously I'm constantly harking back to a time when I was younger, fitter. So you think it's over um, now? Pretty much. Forty-five. Forty-five. Yeah, forty-six soon. I were having a right good laugh. I want a big fat waller like you at forty-five. I was having a right good time. Are you? Yeah. Well, well, you reckon there's more to come, or have I just fucked it? I think you need to make more of an effort. Before we go, do you reckon you'd be forty? You've still got that right oh, in the kitchen. No, I don't think I could 100 go down the lake Hang anymore, on. Andy. You know? I, need, I need to know more. I mean, there's been a severe split in the lineup since then, and I reckon that song was probably a last resort after asking the Boomtown Rats for help. Yeah. I reckon UB40 asked the Boomtown Rats if they had a rat trap, and they didn't. So that's <sighs> why they put out the song, There's a Rat in My Kitchen, What Am I Gonna Do? Can I borrow that conch? Yeah, go on. <laughs> okay, thanks, Bob. See ya. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.